podcasting from a sex writing cave from somewhere in the middle of the internet, this is The Smut Lancer, a weekly podcast where we discuss creating content about sex and getting paid to do it. The Smut Lancer podcast is hosted by me, Kayla Lords, and Molly Moore. We're two sex bloggers who have more ideas than time in the day. If this is your first time listening, glad to have you. If you're back for another week, welcome back. The Smut Lancer podcast is produced weekly, except during those times when we finally admit we need a break. Show notes are found at thesmutlancer.com. When you're ready to take your smut lancing career to a new level, join the Smut Lancers community on Patreon. For as little as $5 per month, you can ask questions, get answers, and interact with an entire community of other people who do what you do and want to get paid to do it too. Head to patreon.com slash the smut lancers to learn more. Again, everybody, Kayla Lords here with Molly Moore of the Smut Lancers, the newly rebranded, we talked about that in September, Smut Lancers podcast website thing that we do on the internet. How are you doing, Molly? <laughs> I'm good, thank you, thing that we do on the internet. <laughs> well, over at Loving BDSM, I call it that weird thing I do on the internet, so... <laughs> Oh, okay. Fair. I mean, All right. I have figured out a long time ago, I'm a person that if you give me a screen or a mic or a camera and an internet connection, I'll just talk. I don't even need anybody to be paying attention. I'll just... Really? I never knew I that. Know. Shocking. Shocking. And sh- in shocking news. I know. It's totally on brand. <laughs> it's it's fine. I've, I've embraced it. I've just, I've embraced it. I do things on the internet. Um, so... Let's go ahead and get into today's episode because it's another announcement. I think I think it's a much bigger announcement than the September announcement because the September announcement is rebrand and yay and we did things, but essentially uh-huh. we kept what was there and, and improved it. Sure. This is a brand new thing that did not exist until we fever dreamed it into existence. We made a baby. We did. We did make a baby. And we have plans for many more babies. And also, there might have been a conception of another baby in the making. During of- the baby making. Yes. Wow. Ooh. Ooh. Um, we might need birth control is what I'm, I'm telling you. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> so this one is absolutely uh, the fever dream that we talked about uh, in that uh-huh. episode. Uh, I will link to that in the show notes if you have not listened to that. It, all of this will start to make sense once you hear that one and then you hear this one. Uh-huh. So um, I do so much talking around here. Uh, Molly, would you like to just like say what this is? Do, do the honors. Oh, are we going to start there or are we going to go like, okay, well, we're going to explain how. The, I mean, I know we've done it in the fever dream, but like. Well, we're just gonna. Go, we can at least we're just say stick it out there, are we? <laughs> well, I mean, if uh, white <laughs> cis hetman can just stick it out there, why the fuck can't we? Is what I'm, <laughs> what I'm saying. At least say what the premise is, and then we can get into the details. The premise is the answer to a question that we get asked a lot. I think is the summary. Would you agree with that? Yes, it is probably the most common question we get, or yeah. statement, so, or complaint, or some, right, or some version thereof, some version of what do I do when I don't have any ideas or inspiration, or what do I write about, or what do you write about when you don't know what to write about? What do you write about when you've run out of ideas? Like one of those, those that question. It's the same, essentially the same question, just reframe slightly but i reckon we reckon it's one of the most common 
variations on that question that we get asked, right? Yes, yes. Especially after we've told people, you know, to build your site, build your career, you need to create content consistently. And they're like, Uh I have run out of ideas. Right. So this is the answer to that question. A potential answer to that question. That's the thing I would say, because there are lots of different ways you can go about doing this. But this is one of the ways that might answer that question. Yes. And what we're going to talk about further in, because what I forgot is that Molly is sometimes a tease. Sorry, a sadistic tease. That's what this is. (laughs) Oh, if y'all can see the look on her face. She's not denying it. Um, (laughs) This is one of our answers to that question. And we intend to answer that question in many ways. So it's one of those things. Well, go on then. You tell them. Oh, thank you. Okay. 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 So our (laughs) answer to the question was to one, create an entire brand. So we're going to talk about that. Um, Two, to create a a product. So we're going to talk about that. Um, Based on a massive fever dream. Um, And it is called Obscene Ideas. Oh my gosh. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry, I must admit, it's like, ah, it's out there. It's, a, I know, it's I, out there. I just said it out loud. We have been <sighs> super duper secret about this. A handful of people even know bits and pieces. Like we haven't, I don't think other than the two of us, we've talked about all the details with all of the people that know, that have helped us get here that know some of it. Like they know some big chunks, but they don't always know all the chunks. So this is this is exciting. So the site is obsceneideas.com. Do not worry. We will be linking. We will be shouting it out. You will get so tired of fucking hearing us talk about this. It's fine. And the product is called 31 Days of Erotic Fiction, where we give you 31 prompts to write, conceivably, erotic fiction. Um it is so Okay. <laughs> uh, Molly, what would you like to say about that? Because you know I'll steamroll and keep talking and three hours will be passed. About the product? Yes. Are we talking? Okay. So the product is essentially a workbook, essentially. It's not a book. That's something I think may be worth talking about briefly. It's not a book to teach you how to write. This is a book full of ideas and prompts for things that you can write about so it's meant to inspire you to start writing in this case because this book is about erotic fiction so stories you could adapt them potentially to not be fiction mostly but that that that's the 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 thrust of this (laughs) workbook the thrust of it uh is inspirational ideas to prompts basically to get you writing erotic fiction so that's what the book for so it's essentially a workbook you can buy a copy if you want a version that you can print or you can buy an e-version um there's space in the book for you if you want to print out or even do this um on your e-version for you to take notes and write notes for each prompt that we've given you but we don't we didn't anticipate you writing your story in the book there was they're literally sections for notes um and 
then we envisage you writing your story in if you have a blog um on your blog maybe but if not then you would write however you write whether you sit down and write um in on your computer or whether you do write with pen and paper because some people do still do that and then convert it then that's what you would do so that's like i mean there's so much more we could like dig out of that but that's like an overview there's 31 different prompts that so if you wanted to do it for a whole month then you could do one a day and that would get you obviously at the end of it you would have 31 potentially blog posts if that's what you're doing that you can post or if you decide one a day is too much you don't have that much time you could decide actually I'm going to do two a week or one a week or whatever and make them last whatever works for your um, schedule and writing rhythm is basically how you can adapt to use the book yeah um go on I was gonna say yeah and also if you're like I have a blog schedule I know what I'm supposed to write oh I got to my Monday I don't know what to write. You have this book. You don't even yeah. have to go in order. Like we ordered them. We we purposefully ordered them. That was part of the making of this. Like we didn't, mm-hmm. we actually was, tried to be very intentional in the way we put it together. And if you go in order, you get a nice variety. Like we tried not to make it two similar types of prompts back to back on purpose. Mm-hmm. Um, but if you're like, mm, I'll just, you know, open up the PDF on my wherever and just pick a random number and I'll do that one that's fine too and it can supplement what you're already doing and then it'll last even longer um so yeah that that's what we did y'all that's what we did um right and one clarification when we say one that you can print versus one you can use as an ebook the ebook you could do however you want because it is your money and your time and your expense but the full color one we envision being the ebook version will have a black and white printer friendly version for anybody who wants to print it because they want the notes section or they do better when they write using pen and paper. Um, So that's that's what that means. So one quick thing, we'll get into more details later because there's a lot more to go with that. Like we're we're building a whole thing because of course we are. this episode releases on October 5th, uh, starting today through mm-hmm. October 11th. We're taking pre-orders, so you can go ahead and get it uh, for the launch on October 12th because it's an essentially an ebook, a PDF. You are emailed when uh, on launch day of uh, October 12th, but you get a special price for it if you do the pre-order. So Mm -hmm. we'll say this a couple times because I don't expect anybody to remember, but the regular price is going to be $15 for this book. Uh, If you get it during the Uh pre-order today, October 5th through uh, October 11th, um, it's $10. So $5 off, a third of the price off. Um, And we are using (laughs) American dollars... (laughs) And UK time because we had to because why the fuck not? We had to why? meet in the Just middle. We had to like fuck it or representation fuck matters. It. Okay, <laughs> so uh, American folks or anybody just not in the UK, uh, yeah. make sure you don't let October 11th come and go and think and wait to the very last minute. But we will be talking about this online this whole week. Um, mm-hmm. If you are listening to this episode well after. 
uh, after October 12th of the launch date, um, definitely follow and do all that, that stuff because there will be sales and we do, will have a newsletter at the obsceneideas.com website and we will offer yeah. coupons for subscribers. It's never good on a pre-order price, but don't worry. I'm a firm believer in don't pay full price for anything if you can help it. Um, <laughs> that's just that's just my philosophy. Um, so that is essentially the thing. So let's talk about, let's do the deep dive because this is the Smut Lancers podcast. We're here to tell uh-huh. you how we do the things. Let's talk about that. Um, and then we'll get into the other stuff that goes with this idea. And if anybody is listening, uh, like while you're you're able to do other things, go ahead, go open up a browser, obsceneideas.com, it's fine. Okay, so um, it started with the fever dream. We did that whole episode where we talked about uh-huh. that. Um, and then at some point we came back together after after the new year, I thought, maybe a little into the new year? No, it was after that. Like, this was well into the whole Were we in the pandemic? Oh, okay, okay. Yeah, totally. Time, because we... Oh, time has Like, no I want to say... Time has I wanna no say meaning. It might, I want to say it was like April time. Oh, my gosh. Time has... I don't know. I barely know what day it is. Because think about that. our time frames through this. Like, That's when true. we set our deadlines. Like, they, our deadlines were like... This, all our meetings were like June, July and into August. Yeah, we... So, Yes. It was definitely April, May time when we okay. had that, where we finally spoke about it again. <laughs> <laughs> when, when we finally cracked in the pandemic and what we have to do something. Other people are baking bread. We shall build a brand. Okay. Okay. That, that <laughs> makes sense. See, I told you my memory is awful. Um, uh-huh. So, yeah, we came back to it and one or both of us kind of went, you remember that thing? So I know this. So you, you, you were like, I want to have a meeting so that we can talk about our future. Like it was like a, like, I want to talk about our relationship thing. And I'm like, "Uh uh-huh. Okay. Whatever you want, honey. But anytime. So then we get on to, like, you were like, oh, you know, we need to talk about plans. Like, I think you were like all restless. Oh, for sure. That I definitely remember. Like, and kind of like just kind of frustrated and restless and like, you know, we need a thing. Um, like, okay, let's have this meeting. So we go on this call and you were like, we talked about the situation we were in, like with the Smart Answer community. And because we've talked about that, about how that, that money we had kind of kept in a pool because we were going to do other things mysteriously at the time. We weren't really sure what they were. So we kind of had that conversation and then you were like, so what do you think we should do? And I was like, um, you know those ideas we had before, which we've never spoken about <laughs> since because we're like both embarrassed about the fact that we were that mad. <laughs> and she was like, yeah. And I was like, I think we should do that, but not how we did it before because we were mad. And that was essentially the beginning of it. Like, that was when, because it was, like, it was me who said, you know what, I'm absolutely convinced we had great ideas. Mm -hmm. We just had, like, as we've talked about before, we had just designed the whole new village in one go rather than, like, actually we should build some foundations and da-da-da-da. And so that's what we've gone ahead and done. So, yeah, that's how this 
part of this project kind of kicked off was basically that conversation where I then just said, let's go back to it. Let's look at what we did. Let's look at what we talked about. Like I maintain that everything, our instincts were right. We just were mad about it. (laughs) And it wasn't even a pandemic yet. Like what was our excuse? And it wasn't, I don't know. (laughs) Well, you know. uh, We don't really need much encouragement to... Yeah, dreams. I mean, we we just went mad. We're in the middle of making this baby, and we had another idea that we are in no way prepared to talk I, about. I will say, I will say, listener, on this one occasion that we had a, a, an idea, and that was literally like one sentence in the middle of a conversation, and then the next day I was like messaging, going, "You know what? I really think this is a really good idea." Da, da, da. And Kayla was like, "Let's get this baby out first and I was like. <laughs> Who are you? And what did you do with the other Kayla who would normally be like, yeah, let's make eight things at once. So I was super impressed because like I kind of waved the bait and she was like, no, uh uh-huh, no, no, not yet. We're not doing it yet. Well, let's, to be honest, it's because I'm making eight other things (laughs) and I just want to get through them. Also, the really cool thing about this is coming back to it and looking at it with a clearer head and more realistic expectations it then felt like things could get done because the moment we decided yeah let's move forward and use all of that wild planning that we'd already done as the framework first of all part of the work was done it was about deciding what to do um Mm -hmm. and then i had kind of at that point gotten onto this trip about how I wanted to be more organized and I did want to get more things done. And I was finally slowing down and how I was planning out all the other projects I have going on. Oh, uh-huh. um, and this slotted right in with that mindset of, okay, we know what we want to accomplish. We know when we want to accomplish. We talked about this in the fever dream episode. We've reverse engineered our timeline. Now sure. let's, divvy up the actual tasks so i think it should go without saying that there were a shit ton of skype calls oh my god i think we started out every two weeks at first and now we're down to about once a week sometimes twice a week because we're closer i feel like so the very first one i think was a month Mm. when we essentially wrote the the prompts between us so we went off and were like right we each did like i want to say did we do like almost 30 each? And then we, I want to say we 30, did. Yeah. And we, yeah. And so that first call, I think we had, we gave ourselves like a month to do that, which actually I don't think we needed to do because once we, we were like, they're out. Right. Um, <laughs> then it was like whittling them down and going through them and going, oh yeah, I wrote that one. It was shit. We should get rid of that. Like, and some of them we have moved off to potentially circle back round to. Like, actually, maybe they were good prompts, but they didn't fit the brief of this book for example so so that first call i think was like after it was a month but then they were like about two weeks apart and then recently they've been like every week yeah and when we need to we'll jump on a quick call and we're in each other's yeah. dms and we're sending each other links yeah. and co- it's constant now which i think makes sense to anybody who can even conceive of something like this even if you haven't done it because you are hearing this now on october 5th 
presumably for the first time. We're recording this episode on September 17th. So we've yeah. given ourselves a three-week lead time just from recording this episode. We're trying to front load as much work as possible so we can it's manageable, so we can schedule it. Our marketing plan has a schedule to it. Um, our promotion plan, our are getting things ready. We're currently in the process of the site being built and populated with content. Oh my gosh, my to-do list for that is very long. I have not touched uh-huh. it yet this week. I'm only a lot overwhelmed. Um, so, you know, that that's sort of the, the timeline part. The thing that I have loved about this experience, and we've had these conversations about our collaboration many times, and this is still holding true, but if you ever listener out there think about uh, i'll start something and maybe i will do it with somebody else that i trust and that way i divvy up the work and i'm not alone in it and that those are great reasons to collaborate with somebody that you Mm -hmm. trust what i have loved about this is neither of us was overly precious with our ideas whether it was the prompts whether it was layout we could go if you hate it i don't care let's take it out or yeah that wasn't my best work it's fine let's move it over or I see your point. So yeah, I'll change my mind. I, we, there were a couple times I think, you know, we had to take firm stands like in the last major planning call after we'd gotten feedback from our beta readers. A thank you to our beta readers. Um, and they were suggesting really great ideas. But if we had followed those ideas, we would have changed the entire scope of our final project. And it, those yeah. ideas actually fit into longer term plans. But we both yeah. kind of went down that rabbit hole of should we, shouldn't we? And there were times yeah. where I was standing going, wait, is this what we should be even doing right now? And there were times yeah. where you were going, wait, I don't. Maybe they've got a point. Right. Da, 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 and da, da. So- what we finally realized is that actually what they their feedback was telling us was that we hadn't been super clear mm-hmm. about what the book did like what was the uh, what was the question that the book is answering Mm -hmm. and so once we went through a lot of angst of should we change it should we change it da 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 we suddenly realized no we shouldn't we just need to be really fucking clear about what is the purpose of the book and that maybe that is how we had gone awry with those beta readers that that wasn't fundamentally clear like when they opened it Mm-hmm. I, um, I'm not one who loves feedback. I work by myself for a fucking reason. Um, but this was... Well, I will say, listener, at one point, she even said to me, I can't read this because too much. And I was like, you know what? I'll read it for you and I'll let you know if there's anything in it that's going to break your head. And so she's like, okay, do that. <laughs> yeah, that feedback came in after I had spent the equivalent over two or three days of like eight hours on some edits that we had decided to make and formatting and just, I was like, yeah. I can't. Oh, you did such a good job. It looks so good. But that, I mean, that was the really cool thing because I know how my anxious brain works. When I get feedback, I read it as criticism and it is a critique, but I, my, I'm just, oh, I have issues because I take it personally when it's not meant to be personal. And these are from people who we like and respected and who like and respect us. So I knew they weren't being cruel. It was just, I suck at taking feedback. And uh-huh. once I got over myself, I was like, oh, this is hugely helpful for exactly that reason. That feedback clarified for us 
what one what we wanted the book yeah. to be and two how we needed yeah. to share that information and then we yeah. got some great ideas that we actually took on board and went yeah that's a really good idea we should we should add that we should change that we should do that um and so that let that be another lesson dear listener when um you're doing projects like this absolutely even if you cannot handle it very well absolutely solicit feedback that's another way i think our collaboration works really well some of my weaknesses are absolutely things you can handle not just your memory about timelines but your your ability to to read feedback like that and you know go okay i can this is fine it's not like affecting me in the same way it might affect uh-huh. me um yeah so that worked out really well um Gosh, were there other... So uh, one thing I want to say, just very quickly, talking about like deadlines and and coming up with a new project and da-da-da-da-da. If you want to do something, like some new project, and you don't have a partner in crime, and, you know, I would say, like, if you do, then, yeah, because it's... I, I feel like I am and we are so much more productive as pair than I certainly know I am as an individual but one of the things I've super learned from this is the whole self-imposed deadlines and of course that's easier in some ways when you do have a partner because you are answerable to each other but one of the things I would say is if you're going to do something like this and plan out a project is set yourself those deadlines and be kind of answerable and accountable to yourself because that's actually what pushes a project on and forward more than anything else and cut it up into bite-sized doable pieces because without it it just looks like a monster that you're never going to tackle and you've got to like slice it down so I just wanted to say a couple of words on that because for lots of people you are working as individuals on your own and my one takeaway from this is the the whole setting yourself deadlines and being answerable to those deadlines however whether that's something that you share with a partner as in not a work partner or whatever or if you can find you know an accountability buddy or someone like that if those things help you but setting those cutting stuff up into bite-sized pieces setting those deadlines I think is always absolutely fundamental and key to us achieving what we've achieved and is probably the biggest key difference between the fever dream and this essentially or i mean there are other parts to it too but those are the two that's the bit where we took that apart and was like okay step it out and as you said like then reverse engineered it from we picked when we wanted to launch it and worked backwards from that if we want to launch at x where do we where does like where do we start prior to that to try to get to x so anyway yeah just some thoughts on that i, I agree completely i think based on the fact that we did that Technically, we are two weeks early from our initial thought. We knew we wanted it out by the beginning of November. And thanks to the fact that we could work so well together and we held true to our deadlines, um, we're we're giving ourselves plenty of wiggle room. um, And we've got Uh a lot of lead time to market this. Now, not going to lie, part of our marketing idea for this specific book at this specific time was also not in total, but one of the thoughts we had was, hey, if you wish you were able to uh, join in with a NaNoWriMo, Remo, can anybody decide how that's pronounced? Somebody tell me. Um, 
and but you're like but I don't want to write a book I'm a blogger I'm happy to write but I'm not trying uh-huh. to write a whole book but I wish I that looks like fun I'd like to join in that was actually the original conception of why erotic fiction why by November um and that was funny it, even though that's not our big huge marketing message now that was what got us started. So that would be another thing I would point out is that you'll pick a reason for why this deadline, this time frame, um, and if it drives you and moves you forward and gives you the impetus you need to hold firm to those deadlines you create for yourself, great. It's also okay to go, you know, that was great for getting us here, but that's a a little bit less important now. So you'll see us reference Nano. Rimo, Remo, whatever. Um, but it's it's not meant to be this companion to that. It's just that's what that's what made us go. This would be a good time for this topic, and it helped us make the decisions. And that that's a key thing is whatever inspires you to just make the decisions. That's the hardest part is getting started. Once we yeah. got started and started saying, okay, by this deadline, and this is how we started at first. We said, okay, in this month. We want to have the ideas, the prompts, at least compiled, and then we can start putting them together. Okay, this next month, we want to finalize which prompts will go in the book and finalize what the contents of the book should be. The next month, then we were talking about formatting and editing and putting it together as an actual product. At that point, simultaneously, we were talking about getting a website built and um, our Uh branding and our marketing. And and we went from having each month being a block of time to get this thing done. Like your deadlines, I believe deadlines should be firm, but they can also encompass an entire time frame for the planning process. So this month was dedicated to that. This month was dedicated to that. We're now in mid-September and we... Um, are firmly in the finish up the website, get some content on the website, get our marketing plan planned. We we know what we're going to do is just Uh make the materials, get them scheduled, get the tools Uh in place. Um, And so that, that we planned before we got to it. And then what happens, as most of us know, is that you can make a plan all day long and then it actually has to like survive in the world. And so we've modified and adapted and some things have been earlier and some things have been later, but we've stuck to the schedules well enough that we're technically ahead of our original schedule. So that's a very nice feeling. Um, it's funny, I'm at a point now because I've had several projects going on. I had the Smut Lancers rebrand that uh-huh. It's still ongoing in the sense that the site has to keep going. So I still have work to do, but it's not design work or layout work. We've been working sure. on obscene ideas, which by the time you hear my voice, a lot of that stuff will already be in motion. But again, it is taking on a new project. So there's content that still will have to be written and there's marketing that will still yeah. have to be done. And then at the same time, and I haven't talked about it publicly yet, but John Brownstone's kinky shop is moving to a new website address and we are rebranding him completely and I'm finishing that <laughs> up too. Re-brand. So rebranding the, John Brownstone. Tw- yes. 2020 <laughs> is the year of branding and rebranding for me apparently. Um and so I've got all these things going on and there's a part of me that's like I just want to check this off the list. And uh-huh. I think that most people you can you can go, yeah, I could totally understand that. The thing that I've had to be realistic about is I'm checking the big project off the list, but the work doesn't actually stop. Like once October 5th hits, just mm-hmm. the new part of the work with this project is what goes forward. Um, right. Which I think 
I'll honestly say once we came out of fever dreams and I started getting a little bit more realistic with how I plan just my personal work life and work day and work week, Mm -hmm. it did become easier to go. I love that idea you have Molly Moore, but uh, give me five minutes. I I don't, not not today. (laughs) We We will circle back around to that. Um, the other thing we did, and this is works if you um, have a partner in crime, uh, we did divide tasks. No one person yeah. did it all. We tried to rely heavily on our strengths. So Molly, yeah. with Michael's lots of Michael's help, is absolutely the website person. Um, mm-hmm. They are handling the tech stuff. I have done um, the formatting. Um, the content is yeah. a, a mutual thing. Any content you see, whether it's the content of the book or the content on the website, because yes, there is a blog component to obsceneideas.com. Go uh-huh. there, read, have fun. Um, we are divvying that up and sharing that responsibility. Um, and there are a lot of key decisions we make together, but we, it's like, okay, who is either better at Good, this right. or who... Or done that before. Exactly, exactly. Who's got the experience to do this a little bit quicker? Um, yeah. So... That if you have that luxury, great. The other thing we've done that I know not every Smutlancer can do when you want to start a new project. I have done many projects on the cheap and for absolute free is we have either paid for tools or hired professionals where we could afford to. So the cover of the book, the branding of Obscene Ideas, our really cool logo. I'm not going to tell you what the logo is. I want you to like expand that picture and you tell me because we, when that idea was presented to us and then we modified it, I was like, this is cool as shit. Anyway, uh, that is all thanks to Violet Fox again, who helped us with our Smart Lancers Uh rebrand. And she has been phenomenal through this. She has continues to take our like half sentences and random words and turn it into something. Um, Uh And we have the uh, luxury and is so patient with can we have to can we move it like like can that go there tiny bit to the left oh no too much back to the right can you capitalize that one letter okay can you can you change (laughs) it back can you 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 were obsessed by that letter b bother me that one really bothered i don't know why you just get you get these things um and you know we did that in a professional manner we uh, reached out to violet because we knew her work this was we started yeah. talking about this with Violet when we were talking about the Smart Lancers rebrand, and we gave her our timeline. We asked for a quote, even though we're friends and colleagues. We absolutely expected to pay. If she had been too pricey for us, we would have said, "Thank you so much. We're going to have to look elsewhere." She, we could afford her, so we had that stockpile. That is a luxury not everybody has. That's okay. Um, I think Molly, you can absolutely relate to this too. I have built many things that still go on today with no money. KaylaLords.com started out as KaylaLords.wordpress.com. Right, same with mine. Uh, The Loving BDSM podcast that just hit its fifth anniversary in August and this fucking pandemic messed up my brain so much. We didn't even celebrate like we usually do. Like, uh, it was too much. Five years of podcasting. When I started that podcast, we've always used Audacity, which is a free software program thing. Yep. But I recorded it on a seven-year-old laptop using the internal microphone. Right. Okay. And found a hosting option that while the podcast was new and nobody was listening to it anyway, cost me less than a dollar a month. I had to change that system when I started getting downloads and it started getting expensive. But like I 
free and cheap, y'all. I have no problem using free and cheap. I'll use mm-hmm. um, the stock photo sites that allow like fair use mm-hmm. and, and free use. Uh, you know, not everything has to cost money. The thing I am sure of though, um, is that this is just a truism. Having a little bit of cash makes it easier. It's one less thing you yeah. have to think about. If you have that yeah. luxury, use it. It is an investment in the thing that you're making. Do not get yourself evicted or go without groceries or get your electric turned off for your for the thing you're trying to build though. Okay, like take care uh-huh. of yourself first. It is, it's right. not, you can't create if you don't have electricity because you don't have an internet connection. So don't be afraid to use free tools. I was, this is the first time we've, I've built anything and we've been able to start it with like, start with, a, a fund. Sure. Um, so speaking of the tools, so Violet did our artwork, Michael did uh, the website and that <laughs> there were a lot of conversations with the three of us, with you and I going, mm, can that be moved to the left? Can that be moved up? I don't think I like Is that, that the spacing. Right? I, and I don't really, I didn't, and that purple wasn't, and then uh, <laughs> can it be, a, can we move, can we move the purple on the purple chart to that other purple? <laughs> No, the other one. No, the other way. No, the other way. <laughs> Some of these, I, I'll just sit back and let them go. It's fine. I can have this conversation. Um, we also are using tools designed for people to make products and market them. So we're currently uh-huh. using the free version of Book Brush, which is a platform that helps authors market their book specifically and make it easy to create graphics. I, y'all know, I love Canva, use Canva. It's easy for a lot of things. It's not as easy as book brushes for book marketing. Yeah, I can make Canva work, but I'm gonna spend a lot more time on it. Um, right. And then the other thing we did for ebook formatting was a site called Designer.io. I will link to all of these things in the show notes for anybody who's interested. We got a crazy good deal on Designer. It cost us $27. Do I have access to every single feature ever? No, but I didn't want all those features. Was happy right. to pay $27. It's like Bookbrush keeps giving me, uh, sending me emails of you can get the full access for $99 a year. And I'm like, let me... Let me see if your marketing tools help sell this damn book. Then we could talk about <laughs> if I buy this right here. Um, we're gonna use Buffer. Uh, I've because of uh, I upgraded my Buffer account to the super expensive one that's a little painful, but it's worth it. Um, Molly and I both have access to that. Um, we're both gonna have access to Canvas, so we're sharing our tools. Um, we're expanding our tools. We're using the available tools where we can. Buffer has a, uh, does it still have a free option? It has a very limited free option. I believe if you are willing to pay for Buffer, you can get it for $15 a month. If you can afford that, it's a great deal for what you get. Um, Canva has a free version. Yes, you don't get as access the access to as many tools, but the tools that you get are pretty good for it being free. So mm-hmm. you can do these things without spending a lot of money, but man, if you've got it, if you have the luxury of that, if you can save your Smutlancer income to reinvest into your Smutlancer career, if you ever get to that place, use it. Don't don't be afraid. It's as long as you're paying your bills otherwise, it's worth it. It oh right. my gosh. I, I can't see a free option on Buffer's thing anymore. They might have done away with that. I started with Buffer when I could I do it I think you free. get a free trial. So you get a 14-day free trial. Mm-hmm. And then the cheapest one is 15 bucks a month. So you get eight social accounts, 100 scheduled posts, but only one user. Mm-hmm. And then there's obviously more features. That's the that's the big bit. Um, 
and then there's premium 65 and um business 99 we so we're officially yeah. at the business level because i've uh trousers in my trousers yeah so if you want to know just go to buffer and check it out um but it's it is that is an investment as well because um john brownstone's new brand will be there obscene ideas is there everything i do is there so it's it's easy and it's fine and then i expect it to pay for itself I sell two products of John Brownstones because I scheduled a tweet through Buffer. I've paid for it. It's fine. Yeah. So that's that's yeah. how I'm looking at it. I recognize that's a place of privilege, y'all. I really do. So that's the mechanics of what we did. Um, mm-hmm. But to wrap up, let's circle back around to obsceneideas.com and 31 Days of Erotic Fiction. To recap, as of the day this episode goes live, October 5th, through October 11th, like till 11.59 p.m. UK time, you mm-hmm. can pre-order it for $10 instead of the normal $15 price. What that means is as early as humanly possible, because I don't think it's, it may be automated, but it might be human powered. On the 12th, if you pre-order, you will get an email with your download and to be able to get your product. Um, do I know what that email looks like yet? No, because we're recording on September 17th and we're time travelers. Okay, I can't tell you what it looks like, but I know you're supposed to get it. Uh, because between the three of us, we have built and or worked on enough WooCommerce, e-commerce sites that we know how this is supposed to work. Um, that's the pre-sale price. Uh, starting October 12th, uh, the price goes up to $15. Um, you can sign up and subscribe to our newsletter. It is a monthly newsletter. You'll get a coupon as a new subscriber that you can use on the non-pre-order price. I'm gonna throw this in here. We haven't announced it to the group yet. Um, I'm sure by the time this episode goes live, we will have announced it. But if you are a member of the Smutlancers community, we are gonna offer special coupon discounts to get it even cheaper than anybody else can. Like it will be the lowest price you can get it if you're a member, because we figure you're helping us invest in this. You should not have to pay uh-huh. full price. So uh, we will. De- I think we'll announce it to the community prior to uh, yeah. this going out so they know, hey, you can wait until after the pre-order to get the best price. Um, but yeah, there'll be special discounts outside of pre-order times for Smutlancer community members. Um, We also, because community is very important to both of us, we wouldn't be where we are today without uh, um, a messy, (laughs) messy sex blogging community, but one that is mostly good, mostly good. Um, and, And people that that we connected with as bloggers. So there is a community aspect to Obscene Ideas uh, for each book. It's completely free. It is designed for people who are blogging their prompts or decide to use this book as a reason to start or restart their blog. Um, We will offer this with every subsequent book that comes out. Um, There is a linky tool. So there will be rules and there will be uh, an explanation of how to do this, but if you get the book uh, and you use it as blog posts, you can link up those blog posts in a very specific way. Please follow the rules. The page should be live now as the day you're hearing me, my voice, go learn it. Um, And then 
other people who come to the page will see you and read your work, will read your work, will share you, shout out your posts, yep. stuff like that. Uh, help promote you as, as much as what you're doing is helping to promote us. We're, we're running it like a meme, y'all, a blogging meme. So there's a linky tool, uh -huh. there's a blog badge. And if you decide to participate, you put that badge that links back to that page on, on our site in your post, mm -hmm. ta-da, you're part of the community. And over time, people will, the idea being people come to the site and they'll read stories and they'll go to your site and they'll click, they'll read your story, click the badge, go find others. And we've got this community aspect going. Um, and we're offering that as sort of a, a bonus, a way to share what you're doing um, for that specific book. In whenever, we don't have a timeline yet. We're just trying to birth this baby right now. But when the next book comes out in a few months, whenever that is, we will do the same thing. There will be a dedicated page to share those blog posts as well. So we're definitely keeping some of our roots, I'd say, in that um, by, by right. the blog, blogging meme set up. Um, for anybody who's like, but what will that be like? I'll just give you a hint, even though you should totally go to obsceneideas.com. I think it's slash erotic-fiction, but I can't remember. It's linked. Don't worry. Go to obsceneideas.com. Um, if you know how to do Molly's uh, February photo fest and link up, you, you will right. know how to do this. You'll be fine. Or if you've done any of the like um, blog days of summer, um, the hyacinth does every damn day in June. Yep. Those all operate on the same basis where you make a category. Yes. We'll so, have yeah. those instructions for you. Um we uh in the newsletter that will be a monthly newsletter that will be a uh -huh. uh, blog post that will be published to obscene ideas that blog for right now until we decide to do something different will be focused on helping you write helping you get better at blogging or writing whether it's technical skills or it's just staying inspired or just setting a habit it's not smut lancer level it is not here's how you make money from this here's how you build your brand yeah. it is just here here's some help with blogging we're hoping for one blog post a week <laughs> that's that's the plan um if we get two a month i'll be happy but one blog post a week is what we're going for um the newsletter will sometimes you will let you know when there's new products coming out pre-order times if we do run a special whatever um and we may even throw in some bonus prompts every once in a while and be like here here's here's one that's not going into a book and here you can have it um so we are on social media uh, Twitter, mm -hmm. Instagram, and technically Facebook, but not because either of us love Facebook. So mm. uh, we're at Obscene Ideas, all one word, everywhere. Again, links are in the show notes. We are going to be talking about this so much. There's a blog post coming out on smutlancer.com about this uh, the same week. We're going to be talking about it a lot. If you're like panicking because you're like, I'm not going to remember everything. Do not worry. Please do not worry. Take a breath. Thank you for being excited for us because I know some of you. I know some of you are going to be like, this is, I am so happy you did this. Even if you don't buy it, <laughs> even if you don't blog. Yeah. I know how y'all are. Y'all are so supportive of the things that we try and the ideas that we have. Um, so just, just thank you. Thank you for giving us the space to talk about this. Thank you for asking your questions so we can be inspired to try this, to uh -huh. do this. Um, we will have a review kind of thing set up for the book. So if you do get it and you love it, please, you know, leave a review. We will talk about that a lot going forward too. Um, yeah, we're throwing a lot at you. There's going to be a ton of show notes. Like I said, there's a blog post coming out about it. Should be this week. So 
ObsceneIdeas.com is the site to go just like look and see and maybe pre-order the book if you're interested. Molly, do you have anything you'd like to add to that in closing? Anything I might have missed or anything you want people to know? No, I don't think so. I mean, one thing I would say, obviously, that this is our first book because our original Fever Dream, in our original Fever Dream, we planned actually 14, Mm -hmm, right? mm -hmm in total that was like our original few dreams that we were going to write like 14 books ready for january but it was insanity um so yeah so this is like our first one the plan is to make more or we're using the kind of similar idea but expanding it and changing it in different ways and since then as well we've then come up with other ideas of things that we could do as a result so yeah this is super exciting because this is like the big it, in some ways it feels like it's the it's not the completion of this project but it's like a massive big milestone in it because it's like the first one like something now will actually be for sale like we've actually made a thing that people can come and take can come and buy um so it's kind of a completion but really it's only a step um it's just a really big one and super exciting and yeah so i think that's the bit where it's just like uh, we've got to like that stage now of just it can go out there in the world and fend for itself a little bit and we'll see what happens with it yes and it's it's exciting it for me i know there's a little bit of nerves the day of october 5th when this episode goes out mm-hmm. I, so i'll just so not anything to do with obscene ideas, but certainly a smart answer thing. Uh, the uh, mailbag episode did not hit Apple podcast feeds because there's a problem with the feed that I think is having to do with server issues with the hosting company. It's like all this complicated stuff. And I was really proud of that podcast episode. And I was like, wow, I'm not getting any feedback on this episode. I wonder what's going on. And did, uh, are we, what? Uh, and I was starting to feel kind of uh, weird. And then I learned what the problem is. And we started working the problem and fixing the problem. Hopefully, Hopefully by the time this episode comes out, these problems are behind us. But that's kind of the thing that it's like, you can you can have the best strategy and the best plan and some little thing will come in and like give you a hiccup and it could be a website, a link not working, a website not cooperating. And it's okay. Like it heightens the stress when it happens, but it uh-huh. it's overcomable. This is truly just the first step. It feels a little bit like the culmination of the project, but it, you're right. It's not. We are, this This will be, October 5th will be step one, day one. And we have, mm-hmm. we, we have not, probably by the time this episode comes out, we will have had this conversation. We haven't finalized our timeline of like the next one, but no. we know that there will be a next one. And yeah. we will, you know, take in the questions or the feedback that we get. And if we see, oh, we can improve this, great. You know, it's not, it's meant to be something that's useful and valuable and helpful to people. So where there are ways to improve, we are definitely gonna take those ways. I mean, even the feedback we got, like Mm -hmm. we were saying earlier, that was a spinoff of other things that we could incorporate into Obscene Ideas that was not this book. This book, like Molly said, answers a very singular question common question of what do i write about when i don't have any ideas well here you go we're going to give you some obscene ideas because that's the kind of people we are um so yeah the uh, one thing i do want to say um 
I hope it would go without saying, but I know people have every uh, reason to be unsure or nervous if they don't know us personally. We made this as gender neutral as possible. So every once in a while we use yeah. a gendered pronoun, not in a stereotypical way, but just to add a, okay, here's a dimension. This person is a he. Now what that means for your character is absolutely up to you and how you write them. But most of the time it was, tell us about a sensation or here's a person that we don't even gender. We're like, this is a person with this type of description, maybe an age, maybe a characteristic, maybe a quality. And we did that on purpose. We want this to be uh, something that people can use their creativity and the way they develop characters to create characters specific to them. We did not want to shoehorn anybody into creating specific character types in specific sexual situations. Even where right. we, I think we have one prompt that references sex toys. We still tried to be as neutral as possible to give mm -hmm. the widest breadth of creativity to any kind of writer in any way of developing characters that you can. Right. Um, so that is something to And know. likewise, how you might use the book and what you might write. We've There is an introduction. We have lots of suggestions for you of how you could do it. And from, you know, are you going to do it every day to are you going to do it once a week? Um, up down to how much you might write. So in our head, when we wrote this, we envisaged, I think, that people would use it to kind of produce a blog post perhaps a day for a month or a couple of days a week or whatever. And so we kind of started off in our head that they would be prompts that you could use to make kind of flaff, 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 flaff fiction, whatever that might be, um, flash fiction, short fiction. So, you know, 500 to 800 words kind of thing. Um, but it's only a guideline. You don't have to. If you write, see a prompt and end up with 3,000 words, then woohoo, you know, that's great. If, on the other hand, you use the prompt and you literally had decided to do all of them as like 250 word super short flash fiction then that's absolutely fine too like there is no rules about that it's to adapt it to what works for you and it may be that you do a mixture or it may be that you know what I'm going to do them all like this so but there's all that all that is part of the book all that's part of the introduction um helping you with those ideas and there will be more stuff on the website as well to talking about those kinds of things yes so this is the first step. This is not the baby step. It is a giant first step, but it we're growing. We're gonna take in the feedback that we get. We're gonna make it better for the people who find value in it. Um, this is gonna grow and change as we grow and change, as the world grows and like this is this is a, hopefully a living thing. And this is sort uh -huh. of our first volley out into the world <laughs> we have sure. pushed this baby out into the world um uh -huh. and we just hope you love our baby and if you can't love our baby just don't be needlessly unkind to our baby <laughs> yeah it, we don't it's fine you don't have to love it just don't be mean to our baby because it uh -huh. was it's it was fun to do it's it's been exhausting to do um but I can't wait to do it again. Like I'm already like, what's our yeah. next topic going to be? And what's the, what's the cover yeah. going to look like? And like, yeah. And, and from a smut answer perspective, we have set this up. So subsequent books, every prompt will change. Um, but essentially we're making this so that other than the cover, the title, the prompts, 
it's kind of a plug and play thing, meaning the format's going to be very similar. We're going to adapt and make changes as we go. Um, But from a, how do you make multiple products to sell them? We're doing a rinse and repeat kind of thing so that the content Uh changes drastically because the ideas need to change. But the format is the same. So I don't have to reinvent the wheel every single time. Um, The instructions are basically the same with modifications and updates as we get feedback and we learn new things and we find better ways to say stuff, of course, but I'm not going to rebuild this book from the ground up every new release. We've just saved ourselves eight hours of time for the very next time. Mm -hmm. We've actually saved Mm -hmm. ourselves two months worth of time because it's make the ideas, edit them, get feedback, of course, get your cover. Okay. Market. And so that from a Smutlancer perspective, if you were thinking maybe I'll do digital products in the future, but how do I scale that? How do I make that manageable? Make it once in a certain way and then see if it can be something that repeats, whether that's about the topic that changes, but the format doesn't, or the topic stays the Uh same, but the format changes. Like, y'all, make it once, use it twice. We've talked about this. I love that for content. And this is what we hope from an inside baseball smut lancer level to do with these products as well. Does it mean we won't change a format if we need to? Of course we will. Um, But that's the idea. So if we get into a schedule of maybe every three or four months, a new book comes out, that's how we've done it. Um, Because we're taking what works and we're not reinventing the wheel every time. Right. So there's a lot we could say. There's a lot more we'll say in the future because this is a whole new project, a whole new brand, a whole new everything. So there'll be a lot more we learned that we can share with you. But this is the massive introduction to Obscene Ideas. ObsceneIdeas.com, at Obscene Ideas on social. Follow us, like us, pre-order the workbook, please, please, please. Um, And when you get it, if you get it, uh, please review it. Um, Honest reviews, y'all. We love love honest reviews. Review it at ObsceneIdeas.com. Review it for your blog, whatever. Um, But yeah, that's our our baby. That's That's it. We're... That's it. I think we should just like leave it there. There we go. Thank y'all for everything. Thank you for what's going to happen in the future. Thank you for what you've done for us in the past. Um, We love you guys. You can find out more about us, the Smutlancers, at thesmutlancer.com. Join the community, patreon.com slash thesmutlancers. But please, 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 if nothing else, please go to obsceneideas.com and take a look and see what we've got and maybe pre-order or buy if it's already live. Our prompt book, 31 Days of Erotic Fiction. Bye, y'all. Bye. Thanks for listening to the Smutlancer podcast. If you like what you just heard, please leave a review on your favorite podcast app and check out the blog, past episodes, and other great information at thesmutlancer.com. You can follow the Smutlancer on Facebook, Twitter, or Instagram. It's at the Smutlancer in all three places. Or follow Eroticon on Twitter or Instagram at Eroticon UK, all one word, Eroticon UK. For more tips, tricks, and help from your fellow Smutlancers, join us at patreon.com slash the Smutlancers. Thanks for listening. Let's do this again next week. Mm-hmm.